Welcome to Coaching Uncut, a special series on the Unstoppable Woman podcast, where I take you behind the scenes and give you a peek into the private coaching I do with my clients. Now, all of these coaching calls have been uh, recorded with permission from my clients, and they have generously allowed me to share this with you as a means of furthering the good in this world and allowing you to have access to master level coaching and to learn the lessons that they're learning right along with them. So please listen in and learn. In this episode of the Unstoppable Woman podcast, we're diving into how it's so easy to slip into an old identity and a scarcity mindset, how it not only creates bad days that throw you down the rabbit hole, but actually creates blind spots and cuts you off from seeing solutions and options that you would ordinarily see. Listen into this everyday example and learn. I had a difficult day yesterday and I wanted to talk about it even though it's completely random and not related to anything we've talked about before. Um, I had to move, uh, so we moved out of the beach house and I had to like move all my stuff and I just like spent the whole day like feeling so frustrated at like how much stuff I have and like I declutter but I still end up with a lot of stuff and like a lot of it is, it's not like crap, it's like clothes and plants and stuff for the cats and I don't know I just was feeling a lot of like shame around it and like judging myself and then like frustrated that I didn't have anywhere to put it and feeling like I was like a burden on everyone because I'm like everyone I know I'm like can I keep some stuff in your house (laughs) so I don't know it just was like and I kept like you know breaking myself out of those loops and being like, actually, this is not bad, and this is a good day, and it's nice out, and I'm getting it taken care of, and, you know, I was like, oh, my God, I'm, like, wasting the entire day, but I'm like, whatever, it's one day in your life, and this is all going to be done, but, yeah, I just kept having, like, all this self-flagellation about it that I didn't like. Yeah, understood. So, I think there's, there's two perspectives to bring to this. One is a tactical like, do I actually want to show up differently? That's not the line. My friends for this and put it in storage, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there's like tactical things. Like, do I did I actually want to be showing up differently than I was, and I wasn't making the decisions? I think and the I, way that I want to show up differently is the fucking movers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Great. Okay, so this is this is you know seemingly a small thing, but it's a big deal. It's like, actually, this is not who I am anymore. I have, I hire, I'm not in fucking college anymore, right? I don't have to scrape by. I can Mm -hmm. hire movers. I can put stuff in storage. I don't need to have my life spread out over five friends. Like, that's no longer who I am. Mm -hmm. Sure, you can do that. I have I always it's use not like, when I move. Yeah. Okay. So it's, 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 I'm not saying, you know, to, to someone else, if, 
if they want to be industrious and, and get their self-kudos by making that move themselves, and that's satisfying to them, or it makes real sense to them, we'll do that. But what I'm trying to figure out is why did Devin, in this case, especially since he told me I always hire another, why in this case did she not? Yeah. Because it wasn't, like, I didn't think of it as moving. It wasn't something I thought, like, oh, I should get movers. And then afterwards, I was like, why didn't I get movers? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so just go, yeah, next time. Great, I noticed. Okay, here's how you move out of the mental loop on it. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's exactly what's going on. I made a mistake. I don't have to make myself wrong for that. Okay? I just now know whenever I move, I hire movers. Right? Mm-hmm. And even if it's just like a little beach house move, right? You didn't have all your stuff there, right? Mm-hmm. Right? I said to Alex when we came back Sunday night, we had like the whole car like packed with stuff and then there was still a bunch of stuff left at the house that I had to go back yesterday to get and I said to him I was like I want to be rich enough that like all we have to do is get ourselves from one place to another and then I was like I am rich enough for that you you actually are and like the like, next question that I have for you is why don't you have a personal you I do okay so why why did you not ask her to help you with this I did. She wasn't available. Like the logistics of getting her to the beach from the city was just like too much. But yeah, like she helped me move there. Like that, just all of my normal help and resources were just like not available to me, and it was awful. Okay. So, what would you have done differently, knowing you know with twenty twenty hindsight, okay, mm-hmm. like to set yourself up for success? What would have been the first earliest sign of doing something differently that you could see. Do you know the question I'm asking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just planning on having a mover and a storage unit to take stuff to. Yeah. So I think it's you, you asked your assistant to come out. It wasn't viable for whatever reason, not getting into that. Okay. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I don't get help. Right. Like that's to me, that's like the little missing link because you were on the right path. You have done this before. Okay. Right. Well, and I had like a little bit of a miscommunication with the guy who I rented the house from because I had asked him if I could like leave some stuff stored there for a few days. And he was like, yeah, sure. But then yesterday he was like, oh, so this is all going to be out like by tomorrow, right? And I was like, no, but I guess now it is. So I would have definitely, like, gotten a set, like, time frame, like, even rented it for one additional day just to make sure that I had the had the place and I could feel comfortable. Because I also was, like, stressful to, like, go in and out while they were there. So I would have, like, rented the place for the full day. I would have got the movers for that day so that it didn't – because what I didn't want to do, like, we, we were there through the weekend. I didn't want to spend, like, our last weekend there schlepping. I wanted to, like, be able to enjoy it. So and we packed everything up in a couple hours on Sunday, but if Hope had been there, it would have been even easier. Yeah. And so the little the little tweak is on that communication with the uh, owner of the property, mm-hmm. now you see, oh, that wasn't clear between us. So, so this is where you have to go back and 
think to yourself, oh, when, when, when we have a conversation like this, I have to be clearer, not just a couple more days. Can I leave it there through Tuesday or something like that, right? So yeah. like a level of specificity. And these are, the, these are just little uh, mistakes that are made, but do you make yourself wrong and bad and say it's all sucky? Or do you go, okay, lesson learned. Not what I really, how I really want to spend my time, but onward. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So there's the tactical, and then there's like the tactical mindset piece. Okay. Mm-hmm. In the moment, in the moment, it's not how you like it. Instead of making yourself spiral down, could you just acknowledge, actually, this isn't going the way I want it to go. I would rather mm-hmm. have done this way. Here are all the things I would do, do differently. Okay, onward and enjoy it for what it is. Kind of thing. Yeah. And if I got the storage unit in the city, my personal assistant could have, like, met me there to organize it and deal with it. And it would have just been, like, mine, and I wouldn't have had to worry about it, and it's just easy. So do you need to set that up now so the move on the other side is not? I think that might make sense. So basically what happened is all my furniture and, like, books and, like, that kind of dishes, all that kind of stuff is at a storage unit. Um, from my apartment, but the stuff that I had at the beach house, like stuff I need to be able to put my hands on pretty quickly, mm-hmm. but I could also do that in a storage unit here, like close by and just, you know, have it kind of be a staging area. Cause the other thing was that I was going to put it all in my friend's apartment where I'm staying. He's in California, but my, now my girlfriend is staying there too. And all her stuff is there. So it's just like, there's just so much stuff everywhere. Yeah. So. I think some kind of mini storage is probably the solution and hiring someone to like move everything for me. Yeah. And how long are you in this apartment with your your girlfriend? Uh, Until either she doesn't get a job or Leo comes back from California. There's a lot of um, incomplete information. What What do you think the time horizon is? I think by the end of September. So, and then do you have a plan for aftermath? So, if she gets a job, then she's going to move into her job because she works at colleges. But mm-hmm. if she doesn't get a job, then she and I are going to get a two-bedroom place together. And that is also what the holdup is because I can't just, like, it's not just, like, I don't want to pay rent for September. It's, like, I don't know what kind of place I need to get. Um, okay. And you and I say Alice is a decent amount, too, so it's kind of silly for me to... And you would your your desire is to get a two bedroom apartment with her? Is that what you want? Yeah. That would also probably be until the winter when either she would get a job for the spring semester and or Alex and I are thinking about moving to California, so it also doesn't make sense for me to get a year lease. Got it. There's a lot of But there's like a little temporary this is like a temporary thing. Yeah, I think by the end of September I'll have all the information that I need to have. Yeah. What I'd really love for you to do is, if you're moving to California, what what is the holdup in in terms of moving to California? Is it setting the business up? Is it seamless or what? What do you mean? Like, why are we not just doing that now? Correct. Oh, we just would want to go for the winter. Like, it's still nice here. We still want to be in New York. So when you say go for the winter, when would you move? Mm, December, January. Here's what I'd like for you to do. 
I would like for you to get much clearer about this plan, not because out of desperation or scarcity or you got to make it work kind of thing, but from a very intentional, okay, when do I actually want to move Have that conversation with yourself. Have that conversation about Is it December 1st? Is it after the new year? Like, get clear on that, okay? And then start thinking, where do I want to live in California? And, you know, you might know that already. What kind of place do I want? How long do we want to stay there? How many months? What would I need to have my business set up with for me to run it from California? Is there any, do I have any niggles around that, right? Like, like mm-hmm. zone differences, things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay? And start planning this out so that it's crystallizing in your imagination and then it's your vision and then it becomes an intention and then you start taking action on it, okay? So that we're not in reactive mode, like I think it's wanted, I'm not, you know, when are we moving, any of that, okay? How am I getting my stuff across the country? Do I even want my stuff across the country? Or do I just want a furnished place? Right, like all yeah, that's that would definitely be what I do. What's happening with my animals? Right, like like really. Yeah. Well, and you saying that just made me realize, like, I don't want to, um, like re- replace too much of my replaceable stuff. Like when, like, I want to use up my shampoo. I don't want to have to bring, you know. I don't want to have to do anything with like an almost full shampoo bottle <laughs> when I want to move, you know, like that kind of stuff, you know, because it's kind of what we moved from the house when we cooking open groceries, like so I'm annoying. Say something. I'm going to say something really radical and I want you to just think about it. Throw you that shit out. How, yeah. <laughs> you see how your decision to like move all the little groceries comes from a place of scarcity. Yeah, but also, I mean, I also don't want to waste. Right, exactly. That was what it was for me, too. This is wasteful. Where did we learn that wasteful is bad? Or that maybe giving it to someone at the, you know, leaving it for the owners is bad. Yeah. Right? But the idea, this is the radical piece of it. I'm still in the process of working out fully transparent with you. The idea that it's waste implies that there's not enough that it's going to run out. That somehow, if if I don't use it, that someone else is not going to have enough. You know, there's like a housing project next door to where we're staying, which is the whole gentrification thing I don't want to think about. <laughs> but you could have just left it there, right? I could have just put all the seven boxes and been like, who wants any of this? Like, it's all fucking cookies and snacks and shit. Like, yeah. Because I thought about, like, a food bank, but they don't want half a bag of potato chips. Yeah. And, you know, in some ways, neither do the people in the housing project, okay? But, sure, but also if I was like, hey, like, does anybody want, like, I'm leaving. Does anybody want this stuff? It's a little different than, like, yeah. oh, you poor people, like, let me graciously give this to you. It's like, oh, I'm going to throw this out, but please feel free to, like, take whatever. Yeah. I just had an experience of going to a mountain cabin and spending the weekend, and it was this gorgeous place, and very, and they had craft 
for kitchen stuff. You know, like, really? And so my man was, like, buying cast iron pans and shit for us to cook with. And he left it all there, right? Uh-huh. And and there was part of me that was like, well, actually, I left all my cast iron stuff with my ex-husband. And then I was like, I don't need to, I don't need to, I can buy a cast iron pan when I get home if I really want one, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, we bought everything because they were being weird people, right? Yeah. They didn't have like more than one packet of dishwasher, you know. Oh, really I, yeah. That's actually what I hate about like short-term house rentals. Like I always say, you have to buy ketchup. Like it's so annoying. Yeah, but you know what? Who cares? You buy the ketchup. Okay? Yeah. Like it really, it's fine. And like we left it all there. And part of us, part of us was like, well, really, the housekeepers are going to take this stuff, and it's not going to be there for the next guest. Yeah, they'll take it. So you know, yeah. more than it's it. So as I'm thinking about this and processing it, more than the scarcity of like I need to take this half a bottle of ketchup with me, or like we have to buy ketchup. It's having to think about what all you need to get, and like if we didn't bring all this stuff home and we had nothing at home, it'd be like oh shit, like what all do we need to buy? Like that feels exhausting to me. So let me just bring all the stuff that we already have. Yeah, and that's so not. But like I get I get my shampoo and like the giant salon bottles and it's expensive stuff so it's not like I don't want you know I I, I want I don't want to throw away an almost full like eighty dollar bottle of shampoo but as I'm thinking about it I'm like I could just have it shipped to California and like ooh maybe even have everything like there waiting for me yeah. when I get there. You could have everything waiting for you. You could leave it in New York and just buy new in California yeah. without. Yeah actually throwing it away but yeah. okay. well even in New York but also like thinking to myself over the next couple of months if I get low on shampoo don't order a new one for New York yeah. like but really this is a little bit I mean I get the practicality of it and you're not going to run out of fucking money Devin okay? yeah that's true okay it's like and maybe you want to try different shampoo right or whatever but I love yeah. the idea of you shipping stuff or, or, like, doing an Amazon Prime order. Yeah, that's what I mean, like, having stuff ordered to, like, be there. Yeah. Not, like, clients, whenever clients travel, I always recommend, like, get, like, do an Amazon order, get a bunch of diapers and formula shipped to the place you're going so you don't even have to think about it. Like, packing and lugging that stuff is annoying. Totally. I agree. Um, Alex has a scarcity mindset about it, though, so I'm working on it. <laughs> okay. He makes more money than I do. It's ridiculous. Yeah, we'll, we'll be the light, okay? No. Yeah. Be the light. Yeah. That's the present. You know, here's the thing. You know how I, I've said fly first class, you know, yeah. put on the plane, back of the car kind of thing? Uh -huh. Like, you can judge it until you experience it, and then you're like, I really yeah. like this, okay? Exactly. People don't, like, show Alex through experience. Isn't this great when we have things delivered and it's all waiting for us? Right? Mm -hmm. How easy life is. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, some people will step up to that level and be like, oh, great, find me up. And other people, will, it will trigger them. But then you'll know. But just keep keep letting the person experience more. You know, with Jack, and then I have to go. With Jack, like I think, he was your first class ticket, right? He could, get, he could not get behind it. 
liked it. You know, it wasn't like he didn't like it. But he couldn't wrap his head around it, around being worthy of that. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. I mean, that's part of the reason we separated. We got a divorce was because I really wanted someone who was growing, not just. Is he from the Midwest? No, he's from New York. Oh, oh weird. We're so bratty here. I know. <laughs> like Alex is from Chicago, so he has that like Midwestern sensibility. I get it. I get it. But like the the point is. Some people, it's not just about, like, are you going to make more money? That wasn't it. It's like, are you going to be someone who continues to step into a higher sense of self? That's, yeah. the, bigger, that's the bigger picture. Yeah, you're right. This was not me. And that's why that's why you went into that emotional field. Right. Yeah. So, you know, clean it up. Do something, do something next level for yourself today, okay? Okay. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Coaching Uncut. If you are loving what you are learning in these episodes, please do two things. Please share the love with another woman who you think could really benefit from this master level coaching. And second, if you're so inclined and you want to take your life and your business to the next level and it's time to scale, please reach out to us and schedule a consult at theunstoppablewoman.com slash next level. So that's theunstoppablewoman.com slash next level. See you in the next episode. Rock it out. Be unstoppable.